Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of A Journey to Freedom. Um, here on A Journey to Freedom, we talk about our freedom journeys, which is a never-ending journey. And the reason why it is a never-ending journey, because on each level you go to, as you grow, as you elevate, you have to get rid of those things from the previous level. All right, and you can catch us on Spotify, Podbean, of course, in tune boom play iHeartRadio, alexa audible and 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 more yeah and more but anywho we're gonna get right into it um and what i always say we don't have to be long to be strong um so our guest for today is um let's just say he's their 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 guests um they're gonna talk about their journey to freedom that's all I got about that. So let's get started. Um, our guest is um, Elder Jerron Jackson. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. So we're going to get it started. Um, the first question I ask each and everybody who has been a guest when did you know or how did you know it was time to start your freedom journey and start it for real? YouTube. Hmm? <laughs> I was at work one night and I was bored. Um, TikTok wasn't doing it. Facebook, Instagram wasn't doing it. And so somehow I found myself on YouTube. Um, I came across a video of a man who claimed he went to heaven. Now, usually when I see these things, I'm like, all right, they tripping. I don't pay any mind. But I don't know, it was something, something about this video that intrigued me to actually watch it in its entirety. And um, this man talked about his life, his walk with God. He was, he's active, he was active a couple years ago, he was active in ministry, active in his church, um, professed his Christianity, professed his relationship with God, but as we all um, qualify in the category of falling short of the glory of God, he, you know, was humble enough to admit that he had faults, um, and so he goes on to tell a story about one night he has a dream and in this dream he dies 
he finds himself um, in this afterlife, afterlife, if you will, and um, he's in this long, long line. And as he makes his way up to the front, he sees where some people actually are uh, going ahead into uh, that great light. But then there are some who are falling off into this black abyss and you can hear them screaming and wailing as he says um he says that when he gets to the front he is face to face with god um he doesn't see god's face but there is a silhouette and there's a bright light and he has this conversation with god and i'm watching it like can't believe I'm actually watching this video because so many people, you know, for one reason or another, they fabricate stories, they exaggerate stories. They it may be, it may be a mental health thing. It may be something for attention. It, you know, it, it's so much stuff out there. But I actually was intrigued by this video, um, and he talked about how when he got up to the front, God pretty much showed him his whole life in the movie um went back and and not just um the good things but all of the uh, um the negative all of the issues that he had all of the faults that he had while being saved while being active in ministry while professing his love and his relationship with christ all of his faults and he said at that moment god gave him the opportunity to repent and make it right or he was going into that black hole and i know that sounds crazy but it was something about that video um after preaching for almost 20 years being in church uh, my whole life um baptized the first time at 10 i sang in children's choir i, I was on the usher board i was the middle chorus I, I i did it all um professing my relationship with, with God, professing my love for God, being active in ministry, being active in church, uh, preaching all over, not just in this city, but traveling. But I had my faults. Um, I was I was mean. I was angry all the time. I was not loving. Um, I was not easy to be around. I, I had all these nasty things about me um, on the inside. And I was at work key and I, I i swear for jesus uh while i was at work at a at a residential house for those battling addiction i went downstairs in the basement uh, in my boss's office and i fell on my face at that moment and i asked god to forgive me and i asked god to take away the, the anger and the bitter um and the hurtfulness and god began to show me people that I needed to apologize to. God began to show me people who I had hurt uh, by my, by being mean and people who I had hurt by um, not being loving and not being open. Um, and I, I began to uh, make those phone calls, make those texts, send those inboxes. And I got to a point where I understood and accepted the fact that because I had done so much wrong um, while being saved, while being in church on Sunday, I had done so much wrong that some people may not accept my apology. My apology may not be enough. 
um, but it was what I had to offer. And I asked God to take away that, that anger and that bitterness. And for me, even though I've been saved since I was 10, even though I've been preaching for almost 20 years, it literally was just two, two, maybe three years ago now that I can say that I really began to feel free in Christ. All right. All right. And like when you had that moment, did you feel like a real, a real weight, like really lifted off of you and you felt like lighter basically? No, I didn't feel that way. What I felt like was, I felt like, like I sobered up. I felt like I, like, you know, how you feel when you've been drinking or you've been smoking and you finally sober up and you finally have clear cognitive thinking. That's, that's how I felt. It didn't feel like, you know, a weight was lifted off. It, it really felt like, like I've been intoxicated, you know, and being in that field professionally as a professional addiction counselor, um, I, I talk all the time and I educate all the time about how addiction is more than just drugs and alcohol. Addiction is anything that disrupts and interrupts your everyday living. Um, addiction is any is, is the thing that we have to have when we wake up in the morning, whether the first thing we do is have we have to go to social media or, you know, we have to have a can of pop or whatever the case may be, those are the addictions. And I realized that I was addicted to, to, to that evil. I was addicted. I, it made my day to be mean and hurt somebody's feelings. It made, it, it made me feel good. The same high that some of my clients get from drinking and smoking is the high I got from making people cry and hurting their feelings. And so it really felt like I had, I'd sobered up from an addiction that, that had me bound for so long. All right. Um, so get to the second question. I ask everyone, um, what would you say to your younger self? Give me an age. Oh, uh, I, I guess in your 20s, somewhere in your 20s. Okay. Um, well, my mother died when I was 22 and I was in and out of jail and I really really take it hard really blame myself really you know have my shoulda coulda woulda about what I could have done differently um in my 20s I think I would have told myself or told my 20 year old self that time is short forever is not promised and tomorrow is not promised and I don't want to sound churchy, but sit like truly only what you do for Christ will last to make every day count because two things you can't take back are time and words. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. All righty. Uh, I ain't got no more questions flowing through me, so I'm going to ask the last question, see what the Lord gives me. Um, The last question that I ask everybody um what would you say to those who are out there either struggling or wanting to start a um freedom journey for real 
that it starts with it starts with the mindset. Um, man, society is crazy, and church is crazier than society. Um, society puts a lot of pressure on people, and church folk do the most. Mm-hmm. And um, you cannot try to um, submit to either. You can't try to please either. Um, the Bible says that um, those who are free in Christ are free uh, indeed. And by indeed, what that means, that, that word indeed means indefinitely. It means an absolute. It means holistically. And so nowhere in the Bible does it say you have to be in church to be free indeed. It does not say you have to be. Uh, you have to know so many Bible verses to be free indeed. And to anyone who, who really wants to really be free, do not let society, do not let them church folk put stipulations and conditions on you. Freedom has to be an individualized journey. My freedom is different from Kiara's freedom. And Kiara's freedom is different from the next person's freedom. It has to be on your terms with God. That is something that you and God come to grips with. That is something that you and God come to an agreement with. And you take it one day at a time. It starts with the mindset. Um, it doesn't have to be a, spe- a specific day, uh, specific day of the year, specific day of the calendar. It doesn't have to be January 1. It doesn't have to be your birthday. Uh, it can be on a Saturday night at 6 p.m. Whenever you decide to change your mindset and start thinking differently, that's when things happen. Because the Bible says, so a man thinketh he is. And so nothing happens without the thought first. It's always the thought before the action. And so once once you change your mind and once you make it up in your mind and stick to your mind that you want to do something different, that you want to be free, you're free. And then you just have to be consistent after that. All right. So question just came to me, right? So um, how did you really like dis- discipline yourself to the place you are at right now? Um, God is a, a <laughs> he's a prayer answering God. I'll tell you that if, 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 if he don't do nothing else, uh, he in prayer. One thing he going to do. Let's answer some prayer. Um, the hardest prayer I've ever prayed in my life, the hardest prayer, was when my mother was um, dealing with her, her cancer battle. And I realized that you know, cancer was spreading. And so I prayed a prayer where I asked God to heal her, whether that meant on this side or the other side. And I asked God at the time she was in the hospital, I asked God that if he would heal her on the other side, if he would allow her to come home first to be with her family one more time, and if he would give me and my siblings the strength uh, to accept it and to endure the process that comes after that. That's the hardest prayer I've ever had to pray. And he answered that prayer, by the way. Um, My mother was in the hospital. She came home. 13 days before he called her home and um, I'm, I'm still grateful even now for the strength he gave my siblings and I 
The second hardest prayer I've ever had to pray was a prayer that's that went something like, um, God, anybody and anything that is not conducive to my growth in you, I need you to cut us off. Because most times when God wants to separate you, first of all, let me say this, anytime God wants to, uh, anytime you are close to elevation, anytime you are close to promotion or growth, you have to accept that there's going to be a separation. And God never separates you from people you don't like. That's too easy. In that isolation time, in that separation time, it's always the people that you cool with. It's, it's your family. It's your friends. It's, it's your, you know, your homies, your PNCs. It's your day ones. And, you know, you have to be able to be mature enough to be like, listen, we're not beefing. We're, you know, ain't nothing going on. Uh, there's no issue between us. It's just that right now I'm choosing myself. I'm choosing my future. I'm choosing my freedom. And God will put you in a season of separation. He'll put you in a season of isolation to prepare you for what comes next. And the question was, how did I discipline myself? I did so by, it really wasn't me. I had to ask God, those people who are close to me, who don't need to be close to me in this season, that I'm not strong enough to walk away from, God, I need you to cut it off. Because if God cuts it off, you ain't got to worry about it going back. See, there's some people that we could be like, you know, I'm going to cut them off. But either we, we either don't do it or we take too long. And so I had to pray that prayer. And, and God answered that prayer and God honored that prayer. Um, and it's 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 crazy. It's, you know, it's a God thing because... I don't even miss them. And I, I don't want to sound harsh or sound cold, but it's like, you know, I don't even miss them in my life. But it's people that I've been rocking with for years. And, you know, God made that made it a clean break. And I, I, I literally have not missed a beat. Mm-mm. Because, yeah, I've, uh, I experienced that last year, and I think that was the beginning of everything that's going to come. And it was it was hurtful at first for me, but as the as time went on, it's like I was doing stuff, and it felt like I was doing better. I was growing more in God for real. I didn't have to um, go to said person for anything because that's what I was doing I was always going to that person before I went to God and I think that's why the separation happened and now where I'm at like I just seen that person and it was cordial but it's like hey 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 okay so I get what you're saying right there mm-hmm. yep so got anything else to say before I have you pray, bars. <laughs> um, just you know, man. Just my biggest thing is, um, you know, be mindful of what we do, what we say, because somebody's always watching, and it's um, you know, we may not know them, we may not think that we are impactors, but um, somewhere, somehow, you know, we're still breathing. God still still is allowing us to see a day 
somehow, some way, we're, we're making an impact not only in the world, um, but as it relates to the kingdom of God. So just be mindful of everything we do and say because um, somebody's watching. Somebody's watching. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and pray before I say my closing and we will be done. That's what's up. That's what's up. Father, we thank you. Uh, we honor you, God. We thank you that you are a freedom giving God. We thank you that even from the beginning of time, God, you gave us the freedom to make our own choices. And what's so sweet about it, God, is that even when we made the wrong choice, you still chose us. And you knew us before we were even formed in the womb. You knew what decisions we would make. You knew what direction we would go in. And you still allowed your son to die for our sins. And that's why we praise you, God. That's why we give you all glory and we give you honor. And I thank you for this uh, this podcast. I thank you for this host. Thank you for the vision you've given her. And I, and I pray that uh, not just this episode, but every episode that she does that focuses on your awesomeness and your sovereignty, I pray, God, that it reaches the masses. Um, and even if it just saves, it helps one person. And then she's done her job. And I pray, God, that she is abundantly blessed because of it. For every person who's listening, God, whether they're listening live or they're listening to a repeat, I pray that something was said that allows them to uh, at least think on these things and question what, what they can do uh, to further their growth in you. God, bless us now. Watch over us. Keep us. And until we meet again, God, we'll give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Um, thank you again for your yes, because you didn't have to. All right. Okay. Um, so catch us on September 22nd, because we had to do some more shifting. Uh, where my guest will be Brandon Bennett, all the way from Florida. That's my mind, brother. So be sure to tune in.